Yep, everybody can hear everyone. I'm here with Andrew and Kenan. Ben cannot make it. His ch- child has COVID. Is that what the thing said? Lame. Yeah, his kid and wife. Did I just violate HIPAA? HIPPO laws? Yeah, basically. Yeah, it's, you're going to jail. Again. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Let, <laughs> yeah. let him come after me. Uh, yeah, that stinks. COVID sucks. Agreed. <laughs> that stinks. I was watching, uh, man, the new uh, Nate Bargatze comedy special. Are you familiar? Nope. I actually don't know him. Oh, really? Yeah. He's not one oh, wow. familiar He's, with. Okay, well, check him out. Check out his old stuff. But his new special on Amazon is very, very funny. He's like uh clean comedian. I guess I hate that terminology because you automatically assume it's terrible. Which you is stupid. I mean? No, Brian Regan it is, is a clean it's be, comedian. It's because of good. it's wait, what? I said Brian Regan is a clean comedian. He's good. Oh, that's true. And um there's a few yeah. guys that are pretty clean. Uh, oh, well, who's the hot pockets clean. guy? Jim Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan. He used to be good. I have not laughed at anything he's done recently. I think uh, isn't isn't Seinfeld basically a clean comic too? <clears throat> because I think he's the guy yeah. who basically was telling them all that he thought it like swear words were a cheap way of getting a laugh. It's tr- it's true. Well, I wouldn't say a cheap way, but clean comedy is way harder for yeah. sure. Yeah. For sure. Uh, anyway, yeah, he talks about uh, growing up with Christian parents that became Christians in the 80s and 90s. And so he was like, that was the most Christian time to be a Christian in history. And it's so true. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. Did you and ever support WWJD bracelets? Uh, I didn't. Did you ever support a she said yes bracelet? No. No. That was the the Columbine girl. Oh yeah, we did wasn't like. That, uh, wasn't that the the tagline? She said yes. I don't know but, about that one. That was the one where that turned out to be completely made up. Uh, <laughs> that supposedly the Columbine shooter was like, "Whoever oh. believes in God, stand up!" And this girl stood up, and she got killed. And that turned out to be bullshit, didn't it? Complete, complete, complete yeah. fabrication. Yeah. And dude, we watch. I remember we watched a a video. Michael W. Smith wrote a song about it, dude. That's when you hit the big time. Yeah. But yeah. You could totally see Michael W. Smith wanting to get. Uh, okay, that sounds bad. I, I, he's probably sincere, but he I, he was probably sincere. It. He is the guy that would jump on that kind of thing, though. Like, yeah, yeah. dude, it was it was a book. It was a whole it was a whole ass movement. Hold on. Let me f- see what that song was called. Because there are there are a few Christian artists that I think I think they were they are legitimately sincere. Like they may have been part of that. Yeah. Time period. Like Stephen oh, Chapman. I think is, he's a real deal. <laughs> uh, This is your time. Uh, I gotta play this to see how much. Will, will this be the closing fact <laughs> in today's episode? Do you really have to play it? <laughs> oh, dude, hold, this is. You should use it as the closing track. Oh my god! I'm, all right, I'm gonna play it because I think y'all are gonna remember this, dude. It's like <laughs> I cannot believe this whole thing was made up, dude. All right, hold on. Um, 
Jeez, bro. I'm not like the video starts off with uh oh, God, I guess it's her. <laughs> A lot of All dramatic. Right. Is that ringing any bells yet? Face with the choice to deny God and live. For her, there was one choice to make. I do remember this, I think. Wait for this was a time, this was a dance. She lived every moment, left nothing to chance. She swam in the sea. I'm not gonna lie, I just it. It's a good, it's a good song, right? I'm not, I can't even lie. Chill Moss just went up and down my arms. Uh, damn it, that's a good song. Well, he's he's. He, oh, he's I don't incredible, know, dude. I, I don't know that he delivers bad songs, you know, regardless of the content. But completely made up. I wonder what the YouTube comments are. Nope. No, uh, and I'm sure. I mean, it, nobody knew it was made up. <laughs> I mean, Michael W. Smith now must be like, man. <laughs> well, like, and it's it's, fair, it's probably his record label that was like, you have to do a song on this. Well, in all right, hold on. Uh, I mean, that whole story was a big deal at the time. I remember that. Uh, yeah, acquire the fire that year. That's all they talked about. <laughs> Wait, what was that called again? Acquire the fire. You you probably Christians missed are, that. Christians are good at <laughs> these cheesy like buzzword names. You can't walk away not fired up for Jesus from there. I know. Hold on. I, I'm I I'm doing true. I'm doing some y'all can keep. I'm doing some quick research to make sure that like it was indeed a fabrication. Sure. Blah, 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 blah. I I recently heard that so I'm pretty sure it was, but I th- I think it was based on something like I don't know if it was something somebody else said or like a like there was some miscommunication about how it was, and then the girl just like never said what it really was. Or oh something. my god, Flyleaf also made a song about her. By the way, Flyleaf what? killer band. Uh, Flyleaf, yeah. Fly pun, in, pun intended. <laughs> Fly, uh, Fly, no. Fly. <laughs> <laughs> they they are an excellent band. And the lead singer that was Lacey Sturm, right? Yep, her solo stuff is killer too. She's really good. She's been on some um, stuff recently. Oh, Lacey Sturm is Flyleaf singer. That's her. Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. Did I'm you, not... Andrew? Did you do anything back in the day with like youth group? Did you have conferences you went to? Um, you know, youth group. I think I was a little before the youth conference stuff. Like we would do. I was in youth group. We would do like uh, stuff. It was more like at the church or like programs or like books or movies, you know, stuff like that. But like I started, I think I was a little bit older. Like I, like I went to Promise Keepers like okay. when I was like a little bit, you know, probably not a teen, maybe, maybe late teen or, you know, early adult. Did you go to the one in D.C.? Uh, maybe. I don't I don't feel like it was in DC, but it's possible. I know we did travel to get there. Because but, if you did, we were both there, bro. It could have been it I, I wouldn't know what year, probably like ninety eight ish. It's a good question. I don't know. Um like the Maranatha Praise Band played or something like that. They were really I good. don't really remember anything from it. 
besides well, <clears throat> going to like the Vietnam Memorial. I don't think, see, I didn't do that. So I'm thinking it wasn't Washington I went to. I feel like it was like Philly or like Syracuse or uh, okay. New York. And that took me down a dark rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> well, it ended uh, in, in the... <laughs> In, in the months that followed Columbine, uh, many teenagers professed a, quote, a Christ-sanctioned death wish. So, like, the martyr story became so popular that everyone was like, oh, my gosh, I want to get shot in the face for my Lord and Savior, too. I would be remiss if I didn't yeah. have that same thing at that at that age. And, well, I, and I, remember, I remember that being the conversation, though, like, would you? Like if you were yep. faced with this, that was a conversation. Like, yep. Yep. Along with, if you deny me in front of others, I will deny you before the father. <laughs> right. So if you do, that's if why you don't do it. You're going to hell. <laughs> that is why uh, y'all saw silence, right? Um, I don't think so. What was, what's oh, that? Oh man. It's about the uh, Jesuit martyrs in Japan. It's a true story. Um, it Sounds is. Good. Oh, just like the Columbine girl. <sighs> no, this is this is uh, not quite the same. Dude, the Japanese did the the Jesuit martyrs died in horrific ways. Like they would they would wrap them in uh bamboo uh, like restraints in a way like a, like uh, this is a bad comparison, but essentially like a rolled up sushi roll, but a human. Mm-hmm. And sorry, that's the that's the visual. I mean, that's what it looks I like. I can I can definitely clearly see it, but that's I, it's, I already uh, know. Then, I already know what Hennon's imagining now. Yeah, and then they'd uh, throw them in the water and they'd drown. Uh, they would do this thing where they would hang them upside down and bury only their head. So you can imagine like a reverse noose. So like your feet are being held and your body is to the but ground. But you're suffocating. Uh, suffocating all the it's just uh, awful leave you there for days i mean just hmm. think about think about that like no it wasn't like buried so it was like a, a a trench dug in the ground like a cylinder like a post post hole gotcha okay so you can imagine like if it was filled with water imagine you dip someone in it up to their neck upside down okay and then you put uh a lid on it that is like a collar so your head is in this empty, cavernous, dark hole, and your body is above ground. Humans are humans are twist, awful. Twist, twisted, twisted assholes. Jeez. Twisted. Anyway, the whole crux of that story is uh, the whole time they're basically they were torturing them to get them to deny Christ, and their whole thing was they'd put a picture of Jesus on the ground and have you like stomp on it and deny christ and that's all you the, had to do probably to be free basically and the the linchpin uh and so this one guy was like i just you know this he was like i can't do it i can't do it i can't do it and it's it's a whole wrestling with like why is god silent and then at the end he basically hears jesus say do it like i don't care like don't suffer like do it like i know you love me like mm. just do it hmm. yeah it's dude it's it, you really I have I will say I've had that thought before. Like if I was put in that situation, right? What if I just yeah. lie? What would he? Right. Yeah. What What would he really want? 
Well, I, I say the same thing. It's like, I mean, I, I think well, like when I was like in youth group and like when I was like being pondering those questions, it was always like, well, you know, maybe God will, you know, rescue, rescue me out of the situation and be like this witness that'll like turn the bad people, good, you know, like to Christ or something, you know, like this big, like miraculous, the bullet doesn't shoot or, yep. you know, you know, yeah. Like yeah, like a, a Daniel, yeah, a Daniel in the lion's den situation, or a yeah. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the furnace yeah. situation. That was I, better I, than Daniel. Yeah, I think um, because anybody can befriend a lion. That's no mm-hmm. small. That's no. That's nothing. I think. I think the reason people don't want to is because there's behind that there is an assumption that God Himself is the one that orchestrated that test. That's got to be it, right? See, I don't think so. I, you don't I think can't. so? Well, then, I, okay. Well, if then that's I have not to think you orchestrated case, why all not the lie? No, 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 no. You see what, like, I'm I'm not saying I believe that, but I'm saying. Right. When I used to be fearful of, okay, if somebody, like, was like, I'm going to torture your family to death unless you, like, say the words, like, I deny you or whatever. Right. I would, in that, back then, and maybe now, I don't know, I would assume that like this is a pivotal moment and this is a test that has a right or wrong and there are going to be consequences to my right or wrong answer um it does feel that way it like, does I, feel I, that way i probably still think that way truthfully. what if you what if you just what if you just crossed your fingers and held it behind your back i think is jesus it, honors that i think jesus honors playground rules <laughs> <laughs> i think and i guess it goes along with like you know cuz <laughs> Oh, rest in peace, Jason David Frank. Um, but the Jesus didn't tap out that whole thing. But it's, I guess, so there's also um, martyrs talked about getting greater rewards. Isn't that scriptural too? Well, most of the disciples were martyred, right? Like All in, ter- in terrible ways. Well, except All- for, wasn't one of them not? Like the, maybe I'm wrong. John, I, I guess he was in exile. No, I, weren't all of them martyred? It's a good question. I'll look it up. Yeah, look it up. Look it up. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You know, hopefully we won't have to experience that. And no, uh, I, I, if it was, if it was just me, if no one else was affected by it, I, I don't think I would deny this is a know, it's tough. this is like a tough question um john, it's, just, it's so circumstantial too like revelation john uh john the beloved brother of james had a natural yeah. death the only apostle who did not meet a martyr's death what a wussy just sorry <laughs> just kidding kept him in the bible I know, bro. And he wrote Revelation. Yeah, John the Baptist got the head on a platter deal. Oh, yeah, he did. All because some lady was like, some Dude, lady's women mom. Women caused a lot of issues in the Bible. I know. <laughs> Always stirring up drama. Oh, dude. Dude, dude, dude. So, yeah, Today's guess is Jed's mom. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Miss Miriam. Oh, dude, That's, they're they're not allowed. To, they're not allowed to speak, you know. Dude, was it your first episode? Your dad? It was. It was. Okay. No, I think second. I think second. Um, would your Would your mom ever come on a podcast? She has. 
she had i don't know if i yeah. oh maybe i do remember yeah, that yeah, one yeah. that was yeah. always way way back right oh yeah she came on absolutely yeah. <laughs> she'd do it again she'd come on one of these that'd probably be fun miriam we'll get you on it's been a while <laughs> I um know, i want to know the truth about jed's stories yeah, tell us what it she, was like. Dude, she, yeah, she does. She have, probably have. She probably have worse. Worse perspectives. A, yes, of, she has yeah. a very unique perspective. Jeez, bro, I cringe thinking back on some of those. Um, I know, I know the way my parents, <clears throat> my brother, you know, who is an alcoholic, went through a lot of stuff, and I know how my parents were feeling during the time, and it was not pretty. You know, they. I think they aged about ten years. Yeah, during that during that time. Dude, yeah, stress uh, does things. Yeah, stress does. does things. Stress on. Okay, so I, I see on my podcast notes I have. Uh, yes, yes. Everything is magic. The sun quit normalizing everything. And, and we're going to at least touch on the whale, I hope. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We are absolutely going to talk about the whale. Even though I don't know if Kenan probably didn't go see it. He so wasn't I as dedicated it yet, as I was. I, but... I looked at theaters around me. They're not showing it. That's it's, the problem. Yeah. That's the problem I had. I was I was really surprised because like every li- podcast I listen to has Brendan Fraser on it. I was like, oh, this seems like huge. And I went and looked and like I had to drive 45 minutes to find it. Well, theater. it's it's like technically been released like since November or something, maybe December at least. Oh hmm. yeah. It's one of those I limited... just started hearing about it. Dude, so incredible. Now, what was I what was I watching last night? Something this it this is what bugs me. What was I watching? Oh yeah, yeah. I was just watching some like outdoors show and they were talking about blah 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 the heat or something. And I was like, this is this is what drives me crazy about humanity and agnostics and atheists or, or just just society in general. It's like, okay, all right, let's break this down. So you're telling me, you're telling me there's a giant fucking ball of fire that i can go outside and feel okay it can burn my skin giant ball of fire we're on a rock okay (laughs) we're these itty bitty microbes okay uh the only thing keeping we i don't nobody knows what is keeping the tiny parts of my body together okay more than half of my whatever this is is bacteria what is bacteria and like i i gotta pay taxes you know like what the fuck are we that's doing just, here bro? that's just science bro it's dog yeah tyson is you know it's just everything it's like shut up dude like it's everything is magic we live in the most ridiculous existence possible and and everyone's just like yeah that it's just the sun it's, it's just normal it's explainable it doesn't matter if it's explainable dude it's it's but it's, so not, ridiculous. it's, it's, it's not it's explainable ridicu- it's not explainable it's not i wish everybody would just admit that i mean that's they what prob- i'm saying they probably do to some level but they like have I mean, to even science obviously they get to the point where it's all theories like they don't have hard complete theories for- yeah it's oh yeah how did that sun come into being i don't know, it just did okay yeah. moving on what, probably what you- probably probably this <laughs> like that's what they come probably yeah at a certain point there's like ah, singularity Right, like at at some point, a faith of some form has to occur. You can't use the faith word; that sounds too spiritual. The F word. Yeah, 
This well, is the time. This is the <laughs> chance. Know, you know what I like is when they like. Are you denying science right now? Well, recently. I'm, not den- I'm saying science is magic. I'm saying all of this is we live in a freaking fantasy world yeah. and nobody is acknowledging it. Like, I think you're right. Oh, what did my football team do today? Like, bro, what, dude? Like, what? Did, did, you, uh, did you ever look under microscopes in like middle school and high school and stuff? Yeah. Yes. Bro, that stuff blows my mind. Dude, the magic matter. school bus like could be section of in your butt right now, and you would have no idea. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Frizzle herself could be in your colon. So, don't you Come like children? Yeah, microscope. What time? is that? What is that? Is well, what if? Oh my god, dude! It's just like what is that, bro? None of it makes sense. But then, like None every once in a sense. while, you see the articles where they're like. Oh, scientists find such and such in space, and like it may like break what we think about the nature of physics or something right. like that. Where I'm like, okay, well, if it's gonna break what we know is the like the fundamental things of physics, then it's not then fundamental. We don't know. We don't then know we, anything. We don't know anything. We've just got very complex ways of saying we don't know. Right. It's right. it's all we're doing. It's not like it, I think we screwed idea. up. We think if you yeah. even take the laws, yes. if you even take the things that they call laws, and they're like, "Well, this might break that law." It's like, okay, <laughs> it's our best guess at like figuring this shit out, and we're no closer to. We don't even understand our own brains. How are we no. going to understand? It doesn't no. make any sense. The brain is weird by itself, man. Just the brain itself and all things that can go different with it. Yeah. Just neurons firing, just little electrical pulses. What? Yeah. So, so can make up your personality and yeah, it's that make just, up you. What the right. hell is electricity? Andrew. What is antimatter? What is like? I know these are all just like high ideas and like stoner thoughts, but it's what the point I'm making is like I'm t- like we have really as a race and society and culture have really the human race has done itself a disservice by just being like oh yeah this is all just like oh yeah it's just normal it's just there's no awe in it you know what i was just listening to this is a little not quite a bunny trail but it is relevant like i was listening to jordan peterson last night I love how, for, for, can I just yeah. comment that I think it's adorable that you call them bunny trails instead of rabbit, yeah, rabbit trails. trails. <laughs> it's the cutest thing ever, Andrew. That's okay. I'm right, I imagine, I imagine a little pink, you know little, little, little hopping down no, the bunny kudos, trail. Kudos, because that's not ordinary. That's different. That is Thanks. different. I'm proud Thanks. of you. Proud of you. I try. So continue down this adorable bunny trail. So Jordan Peterson had made the comment that history used to be something that people took seriously like if you go back like that we don't now like basically like society now looks at history almost like it's a negative thing it's like oh that's history we don't need that anymore like that there's been like a cultural shift where he said for thousands and thousands of years the thing that kind of like kept people progressing was that they respected and knew history and they tried to learn from it and it was like it was like a uh, kind of like a revered thing, like that they looked at it like uh, you know sure. the forefathers. Sure. 
now it's like now it's basically like we know better than they do it's regressive (laughs) and yeah yeah like they didn't have computers what did they know you know right counterpoint though did it also encapsulate them in tradition and reduce progress being made by overly revering the past i think it has the danger of that wait explain that again so like can you go too far and say okay history is awesome we need to revere it so much and they had traditions that we need to keep right and lack of learning happens because of that yeah of course you, of course of course of course it's it's the whole chew the meat spit the gristle thing i i just assume that like the little i just came up with this by the way the little egyptian children they uh they probably thought the same thing they were like badass and then now look at us we don't know any of their secrets like right the i want to know the freaking egyptian magic that they were using <laughs> to do shit right <laughs> egyptian science whatever oh, whatever whatever <laughs> Whatever it was, we don't know about it. <laughs> no, I, I know, I know. Well, it, it 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 does seem like every like there there has not been, to my knowledge, a current group of humanity that was like, oh man, we are fucking up. <laughs> like we are the worst there has <laughs> yeah. ever been. Yeah, every single one. Yeah, every single one has been like, we are pretty good. We are apex humans around here. And the last generation doesn't get it. Yeah. So it's just, that's what I'm, it's like, what? Oh, this can't be real. Go touch some grass. Go touch some grass. Son, I've been touching grass, dog. But there should actually be some truth to that where it's like, you do lose touch with some reality. Like, I would say, like, people of our age, or older, maybe 10 to 20 years, like Your swing. We're, yeah. we're, all, we're all in the same bucket <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. So like crabs in the same bucket, you know, within like a 20 year span, we have a very unique um, thing where we were pre-computer yes. and like our parents were pre-computer and then like young kids are all computer. They didn't see the pre-computer. So mm-hmm. then we talked about this before, like where we yeah. kind of have this sweet spot where like we actually can see some of the advantages of the, of the past. We have a little bit more of a balance than they do. Yeah. W- yes, correct. Like, yeah, that is that is true. We are There's unique. certain technologies and ways they're going. You can see the writing on the wall from our standpoint of like, uh, we can Man, see where this is best. disconnecting. We are the best. We are basically the best. We are pretty much the apex. Of- <laughs> <laughs> they are so lost. They are so lost. I'll tell you though, bro, I work with the youths. I work with the current youth. And what do you uh-huh. think? I am frightened. <laughs> I'm scared, dude. I don't get it. Uh, it's not good. I, I really, tr- but I guess it's not. I really do my best to put myself back in high school jazz shoes. And like, I guess it's not that different. It, it's, it's probably not a- that different in like thought process, but they have different things they're dealing with and decisions. Yes, it does seem like social interaction is drastically different. I would think so. Drastically different. And and um and romantic relationships drastically different. Yeah, it seems that way too to me. So how do you what do you mean by that? And once again, I this is a heavily biased sample because of the population I work with. 
but it's just like uh like when i was i don't know it just when i was uh when i was in high school it was cheating was a big deal monogamy was a bigger deal not the case anymore like i agree with that uh, all the all the guys have it's weird to not be talking to three or four girls at the same time and i see some of this like you have a very specific pool like for the last 10 years i've had teenage girls so i've had i've been surrounded by groups of teenagers for the last 10 years all the way up until like you know them being 20 years old so i've seen that too like yeah very very sexually promiscuous like yes culture like not everybody there are people who are more monogamous but by and large it seems yeah way way more more. yeah it's way more normalized than it used to be and way more like not as big of a deal or just like whatever and like the idea of settling down and locking in is just like preposterous like what are you talking about they don't even think about it yeah yeah quote quote unquote we don't love these hoes is is i hear that thrown around a lot that's don't cancel me quote unquote (laughs) that (laughs) that phrase gets thrown around so often and I, and that's right. so that once again, I guess it's like, man, the this staggum music they're listening to is rotting their brains, right? <laughs> well, I do it's think like, games. and maybe this is wrong too, and probably just a another. I don't think it's a stupid perspective, but even like the the deadening of like spirit, like true, like foundational spiritual things, like it's like where like you had like a church or like some morality around it. Yeah, so like you can see like. They don't want to like attach to like I'm a Christian. They want to be like I'm spiritual. Yeah, I'm spiritual, but yes. it doesn't it doesn't attach it to any like set of like moral rules. Yes, the whole um, my truth is my truth is to me such a terrible way to go through life. Like, well, it's dangerous. That, I think it's super dangerous, and it, it's just a carte blanche if you if you. I mean, if you take it to its logical conclusion, it's carte blanche to do whatever the hell you want and be justified in that. And right, yeah. So I, I don't know. And yeah, it, it's it it's it also seems like meaner, crueler, sharper. Like just just the the culture in general that I'm looking at. It seems way more like aggressive and pointy, and like I don't see much. Well, I Love, think we were care and concern. I think we were kids longer. Like, oh, I, yeah, I, like, that is that. interesting. Like our innocence, like I feel like lasted longer. Like now they're looking at porn in you know first grade. That's like well, it's easier to become jaded, especially with access to news and negative headlines. Well, and like, I think the porn thing is a big thing with like boys I and do, girls and like just what too. relationships are and what they mean. I do too. <clears throat> But go down the news thing that you were saying, Kenan, because I want to hear that. Well, like if if everyone and their mother ages eight and up has a phone, and you're mm-hmm. getting served ads or news headlines, and you see like, oh, another bombing, oh, another mass shooting, like which I wasn't wow. thinking when I was ten years old. I wasn't thinking about no. that shit. No, no, I was like, how am no. I going to be this next level and whatever get I'm playing? Yeah, right. or I'm going to go ride my bike. You know, like I wasn't thinking about any of that stuff. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna be outside till the streetlights come on and then maybe I'll come home then and 
Yeah, and there was like there there's there's like three playboys hidden in the woods and like that's it. <laughs> right. Just like beyond did y'all have the hidden not, in the woods playboy? Not current ones, ones from like the early eighties. Yes. I, I live way in I had to count on like uh like friends, older brothers yeah. who had who had like a stash in their closet yeah, or something. Of course, of course. That has been passed down <laughs> like like a damn family. You shouldn't, you shouldn't touch them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny man yeah and, and, and I, I guess it's one of those time will tell what kind of adults they shape into oh man but it, it, it yeah the the i feel like we're just gonna start as a society and culture we're gonna start reaping what we have sown and i'm not eventually yeah it's it's not gonna not be pretty how every generation goes well i'm not saying it's not happening but i'm saying like the detriment of like the kids who are growing up purely with that stuff like it's a little ways off still i think we got maybe yeah. like another 10 10 to 20 years before they start being the powerful you know the ones calling the shots oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i guess it it it, it is and once again it's like here and i guess this is why this is why nobody thinks about the fact that we're on a rock heated by a giant ball of fire is because we get stuck in this minutia of uh, we're all just these daggum ego monster main characters walking around either like spreading love or spreading hate. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's rough out there. So what, oh, man, what is, What's the point, bro? What's the point of all this? I mean, I get the point. We are supposed to show love. We are supposed to. Uh, so uh, this is a plug. Woodland Hills Church. Greg Boyd just started a sermon series on um, all. He listed these like massive list of objections to why people are leaving Christianity. And. Mm -hmm. He is just starting from the bottom of like why I am still like, and then he's going to go through and like address all these. And he's like, I'm going to lean into the best arguments for each thing and, and challenge it like mm -hmm. evolution, LGBTQ, uh, hell, um, politics, uh, inerrancy in the Bible. Like it's awesome so far. It just started last week. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. So I, yeah. And he like showed the statistics of, I didn't realize it was, I mean, I knew, I knew like uh, the, the pew polls and statistics for uh, church attendance and people um, claiming Christianity or just religious in general. But dude, like since 95, it's like 60% okay. differences. Like it isn't, that's massive dude well, I, th mm -hmm. I think i saw a headline last week that said by 2035 christians will no longer be the majority quote religion in the u.s what would replace it do you know like agnosticism yeah like because i had i had seen that atheist agnostic had went from 15 percent to 25 yeah which is a huge jump. Yeah. So it's, yeah. And then he went through like, um, 
Derek Webb and Michael Gunger and like all these, like all the recent high profile air quotes, uh, air quotes, celebrity Christians that have like renounced the faith. And he's just kind of like, so what's going on? And like, what, what is actually. Well, you do have to wonder. And isn't there a certain, like, uh, like, isn't there something in the Bible about that, about there hardly being able to be Christians found on the earth by the end? Like, is that not true? Like, uh, I, that, that should, could be something completely different that I do, heard. Do a, do a cursory glance real quick. See if you, because that, that would be, uh, like, if you're talking, I mean, so this is my. Because we're supposed to be led astray, right? Like, I mean, there's supposed to be a yeah. like, big thing. That That's what always gets me. That's what always gets me is that, like, the Bible has talked about this. That's why it kind of freaks me out. Of like people are going to be led led away by uh, enchanting spirits or however per, um, convincing teachings, uh, however it's worded. But yeah, people are going to be led away, and it's like broad is the highway to destruction, and narrow is the the path. And and it's like I I have thought maybe this is just a time of sifting, and it's just like yeah cultural christianity is just being done away with and it's like well that's why i almost see it as kind of like a positive i, I yeah it, it it's necessary that's because for we, sure. we saw the massive commercialization like you said in the 80s and 90s and what that did mm. and like okay me sporting five to ten wwjd bracelets yep. on one arm like that has very little to do with what christianity is actually about Right. So why not cut all the BS? The people who aren't going to be into it anyway, it's okay if they leave. You know, what's interesting is that, like, I'm not finding directly what I was saying, but, like, when you st- when they're talking about, like, the, the false leader, like the Antichrist, basically, I guess mm-hmm. that would be. Like, it does say, like, a powerful religious figure leads a, re- a religious revival is basically what is going to happen. So you would think before a religious revival, there would have to be like basically a loss of faith and belief on the earth, like like a loss of, you know, uh, people thinking there's something to hope for, for somebody to be able to come out and rescue that, right? Oh, 100%. Because it, it's, oh, and that was, um, that was um, Greg's, one of his first uh, convincing arguments to himself of why he believes in God is because every single person, he's like, I believe that life has purpose and that purpose is love and everyone like feels that. And so you don't desire like we, it's not in our nature to desire things that aren't obtainable. Like you, you're not thirsty. Like evolution is not going to create your create you to thirst for water if water doesn't exist you with me yeah and so he's like okay so if i long for this thing then it is real because he was pushing back against the whole love being just a chemical thing or whatever and he was like okay so if that's real then there has if there is purpose to life and there is that i believe it's it's and there's a longing for love then there has to be a purposer and a lover so there has to be an ultimate there has to be something to like, there's something to everyone's innate seeking, which I agree, which is pretty obvious to me too. It's pretty obvious to human history that like the earliest things we did was like, we make idols to the sun and worship it. Like, so it's like, wh- wh- where did, 
I don't see because um, the sun is a giant exploding thing in the sky. That they, knew, maybe, they knew how powerful it was. Maybe I should worship the sun. Maybe they were or right. the sun. <laughs> the son of God. Gotcha. Um <laughs> but yeah, it's like uh that. Uh, yeah, because I could poke holes in the argument of because yeah the 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 anthropological explanation of like the um, beginnings of religion and stuff it still seems kind of weird and like where would that even if there was nothing there where would that come from I don't see gorillas. Mm-hmm worshiping anything i don't see like you know what i'm saying it's like okay yeah so the sun there's some difference to humanity itself there is some difference and even okay so it's like uh the sun uh brings the harvest so we're just gonna point to that why would you assume that that thing needs to be sated or worshipped that's the leap it's like okay i get that they saw that rain and all this brought but why wouldn't you just naturally assume that this is just the way it is? If the rain comes, blah, blah, blah. Where well, did this? I guess I could see like, I could see the idea of like with the rain, for instance, like it, it kind of comes sporadically, not in like any predictable cycle. I could understand them going like, well, maybe there's a way we can manipulate that. Or maybe there, maybe if we ask yes. for it, it comes faster. Or, you know, I could see the leap there, like where they're like, maybe but... somebody's in control of this thing. This this is the this is the leap though for me is every it's the whole thing of a person born blind. If you ask them what a cat looks like, they have no conceptual reference. Everything we understand is mm-hmm. symbolic, right? It's referent like we understand things as symbols and references. Mm-hmm. But the first thing there would be, so it would, there is no reference. There's no way to conceive of something that you There's don't no, know. Right. Un- so unless, unless God was there at the beginning. That's what I'm saying. And, and, and revealed himself and in some way. it's genetic memory, right. And it's oral memory. It's, I mean, oral history. What um, if they took drugs and hallucinated? It was DMT, Jed. Do but yeah. do hallucinations? Okay, here's a question. They definitely did take drugs. Those hallucinations create high hallucination, hallucinations, hallucinations, whatever. I, I can't verbalize. <laughs> like, can it create something new in your brain that doesn't exist, or does it take things that already exist, fire those neurons, and that's what you're hallucinating? Is stuff that doesn't actually you know of, but don't exist in your reality currently. So drugs, chemicals do nothing but uh, regulate things that are already inside you. That the, the chemical itself, you're not getting high off of cocaine. The it's cocaine is modulating. firing those chemicals that exist in your brain. Correct. It's just throwing them in a hyperdive. Correct. Or connecting, like in this case of like things like psychedelics, you know, like they're connecting areas of the brain together that generally aren't. Yeah. So, (laughs) yes. And so the, the, the scarier biological humanist 
explanation is that mushrooms are controlling us like mycelium are the, controlling well, us like I, like they I have I'm, I'm not afraid okay. of that thought like i think that could be possible i mean they do <laughs> like that they, spores and we can have the last of us yeah i mean they do that to deer like they do it to like they're like the the one of the mycelium underground networks in oregon it um it will send a message to its patch to the right to make itself more tasty for deer so that the deer will eat it and poop it out and propagate itself. Like what? Yeah. Excuse me. Network stuff is crazy. Excuse me. What there? I was watching this other thing. The world is insane. We don't know. It's insane. It's insane. So with mushroom, it's either like, uh, it's either from God or it's, it's, it's the earth just toying with, we're what just my worker is ants. actually the chosen organism. We're just right. Well, you know, uh, like, essentially yeah. we are like in a, it, no. in a way, the argument can be made that like everything we do Andrew's is dumb. just to, it's <laughs> just like, to You've gone too far. <laughs> no. uh, you know, you got well, funk, you got fungus in you right now. That's true, but like, I feel like it's more likely that mycelium, much like other animals and vegetations, is alive, probably does have intelligence, but again, it's probably here to support the earth that's here to support us. No, riddle me this, Batman. Veggie tales. Led you to God, yes or no? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I mean it didn't lead me away. It didn't lead me away. That that's for that's damn sure. I that's one thing atheists and uh Christian 90s kids can agree on is that VeggieTales is lit AF, bro. Dude, my yes, my I daughter have... will be at parties and they will put on VeggieTales. Dude, it's the great I have unifier. A couple coworkers that still rack out the VeggieTales. I'll just mention a lyric and they'll just go off in the entire song. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they're non-believers. The pirates right. that don't do anything. Anything. We just stay home and lie around. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Well, what a good show. Great show. Is my hairbrush. So yeah, I think we have conclusively showed that uh, God is real. I think it's pretty obvious. Thank you, mushrooms. Open and shut. Yes. Thank you, mushrooms. Um. All right. Well, let's spend the rest of the time talking about the whale. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Did you cry? Uh, multiple times in some nice. areas in some areas i didn't expect to okay so uh to those completely in the dark the whale is darren aronofsky who directed requiem for a dream noah mother pie uh midsummer no that no, was no, ari, no. that was ari aster you know what that was a preview i had for a new joaquin phoenix movie that looks oh yeah awesome. yeah 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 um Bo is afraid. Anyway, yes, um, yes, that one. And this was uh Brendan Fraser's comeback movie, comeback role. And he, dude, he is incredible. So the he's the incredible, pre- incredible. The premise of the movie is a English teacher is morbidly obese and bound to his apartment because of his obesity, and he tries to reconnect with his daughter. That's the basic premise. <laughs> and like the entire movie takes place in his apartment. Yep. it's it's a two-hour movie they, yeah you never you, the farthest you go is on his porch and it right? and it is i could not so this is this is my judge these days of a good movie is that for the runtime 
I am not here. Like I'm not thinking about work tomorrow. I'm not thinking about blah, blah, blah. I'm not trailing off on thoughts. Like I am locked in to Mm -hmm. this world, like pure escapism. And this did that a hundred percent. Like I was spellbound. And I had so many like, so I didn't do any research on the movie before I went and watched it. I I didn't really either. I did that very purposefully. I did see like a two minute preview. Yeah. I I don't even think I, yeah, I watched like a teaser and that was it. I didn't read any plots, nothing. Now I knew nothing about those, like the religious stuff in it. The like, am I going to ruin things if I say stuff? I'll, I'll let it slide. No, I don't think so. So I, and I will give people, if you don't want to hear about it, um, then I'll see you next time. But you might want to tune in at the end. The song might be good. That's true. That's true. This come come back for time. the song. This is your play. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. So like, I didn't know about the sexual stuff, like the sexuality stuff. That was all like surprise to me. I didn't know. Me any too. Of that. Me too. And the man, the Chris, the, the religious stuff and the religious stuff was a o- lot. It's obvious that, um, especially because of mother and Noah that Darren Aronofsky, uh, definitely has, he's, I don't know, like he's, he has some opinions about religion and God and it, yeah. it, it definitely seems like it, it's never he it's never like god denying in any way it's definitely no. like religious questioning. yeah it's questioning for it's seeking and questioning and asking and it was like man i saw like my younger self and it, it was just like written so damn well like so realistically and hit so close to home yeah I, I, also the girl the daughter she was incredible and you know that's um Max from Stranger Things. Well, you know what? I didn't catch it right at the beginning. My wife actually, she was like, she was like, she's the girl from Stranger Things. And she I was definitely like, got older. Oh, yeah. Like the the, but, the gap in filming, I guess. But like, I always have. Oftentimes, I have issues with younger actors because they don't Me seem too. quite authentic. They're not quite selling it. And I did not feel that with her at all. I like, I I said to my wife afterwards, I'm like, I believed every word she said. Like I never like thought she was acting like I was in the, I was in the middle of it. Like it felt real. It also was just an incredible addiction movie Mm. of like Mm -hmm. straight up. This man was a food addict. Yeah. And like, yeah. yeah. And they didn't shy away from showing that. No, gosh, the binge scenes. That was bad. Yeah. Some of those were hard. Uh, The whole thing was very difficult to watch, but I could not take my eyes off of it. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, there was there was one part. Oh my god, there was one part where if uh if I was by myself, I could have let myself go into open weeping, but I held. So it, can you tell? Will you say? Yeah, it was it was the part when um once again, yeah, yeah, Second, spoilers. It's not, yeah spoilers. If you're listening now, you you're you're in for it. It was when the part when the the daughter finally broke and said like "Daddy," like called that him was "Daddy." A, that I was, was a rough like, one. Oh, <laughs> like oh, yeah. No. yeah, that was a rough one. Oh, but it, the places I cried that were odd, I cr- I started crying when the wife was hugging him. 
like yeah I, I did too i did too when she, yeah of course because i was kind of against her like at first i was like that bitch like i don't yeah. know why i just thought she was like you know shitty yeah but then like that but that scene like she wasn't like yeah. it was this really like they it's were just, together like they made it really sweet and beautiful yeah it's just hurt people man yeah it was really good yeah I, and, I, and I then the crying. ending I start crying when he laughed at the beginning when she pokes him. The yeah, <laughs> I was ready to cry. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> oh, I was too. I was counting on it. I was like really hoping for it, and it paid off. Yeah, that. Um, yeah, so far, and I guess it counts as a 2022 movie, but uh, whew, that's gonna that's gonna be a tough one to beat for me. It was great. I don't know what I thought about the ending. I I was I loved it how else could it yeah. have ended i know you know what i don't like is i don't like movies where there's untied things that i want to be tied and so it's mm. like like they left i mean you knew obviously kind of what happened but like like what direction the daughter takes for instance i have no idea like you know like she she was kind of doing all this kind of bad stuff that was like kind of seemed evil you know not not really good and like yes he believed in her and like he was trying to like speak life into her but like we really don't know like what happens with her like decide for yourself i know i know open-ended things are are difficult that's that's what people don't people struggle with that with things not being well i guess it's it's kind of split down the middle either some a lot of people don't like things being fed to them a lot of people like the open-ended this Mm -hmm. to me it wasn't that open-ended it was pretty like you're right yeah you're right yeah there was just it was mostly the daughter to be honest it's just i just didn't you know i would have liked to have known whether she was choosing a better path or not you know but that's just you know it would have been a story they couldn't have really told i guess it it also man i thought it was timely too um so, so andy stanley is he like do we like him? Do we not like him? Is he good? Is he bad? I just saw something about somebody posted something about like, Oh, something, some Andy Stanley. And I was like, Whoa, what's let me see what this controversy is. And so he's in hot water now because he, uh, at, during a sermon said that LGBTQ people that come to church have more faith than, uh, regular church goers. And I was like, I agree with you, sir. And his explanation was because like, you've got a people that have been like marginalized and beaten down and like have been afraid to go into churches. And if they're through all that are still going, then like Mm -hmm. they have more faith and he is getting like dragged through the coals by the evangelicals. And I was like, that's, and so then I saw the whale and I was like, well, kind of case in point, dude, it's like, that's, that's going to, That's not mm-hmm. the dude. That is not any 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 gospel that is turning people away is not right. It's gotta be good news for everyone. It has to be good news for everyone. And it's and it's and <laughs> yeah. And that movie was like perfectly. It proved that point so well of just like the the absolute devastation. In the name, it it can cause in the in for people speaking for God. Mm -hmm. 
And you know, I didn't feel like the movie really like it was definitely an indictment on like how the church operates. Mm-hmm. Like, but while it made me uncomfortable, it also made me think, you know, because I was me like, too. Oh, well, I'm part of this. I'm part of that machine. Like a lot of the stuff that the kid was talking about, about how he felt like his church was different and like, yeah, you know, no, you know, no, we're like, we're about this, not that, you know, and, and he was so sure and believing of it, just like and- I was when I was a teenager, you know exactly and and then the brendan's reaction of one of like almost pity of just like you're just a kid like yeah. you don't know you don't yeah. know yet. you haven't experienced things which i was glad they went that direction as opposed to like just getting angry and yelling it's like no it, it was that it was real it's just like oh you sweet summer child it's like give it so yeah. question about darren aronofsky then mm-hmm. is this could this be considered like his generation's reaction to religion then spoken through his medium. Like, as we talked about how each generation is different and like the next generation or Gen Z or whatever, still ha- we still have to see the effects. Like, is this the effect of him growing up? Oh, he's older than Andrew. Well, that's pretty darn old. It's pretty old. I think. Hold on. <laughs> oh, you guys are killing me. <laughs> No, I think uh, age is doing that. Yeah, he he's fifty three. Okay, huh? Yeah, interesting. Yeah, no, nah, he he was born. Well, he's he was born he's, in sixty nine. He's at the age though where like he could have he could have grown up in and or around some of that evangelical craziness of the eighties. You know, like he could have. Oh been yeah, he would have been. Okay. Yeah, he would have been. Yeah, he would have been right in that. He would he would have been. Huh. Like where he would have seen some of the, there was a lot of hypocrisy. I feel like when I look back, like it always felt like everybody's intentions were good, but, right. but I'm not sure that the, like, I just think, well, no, I am sure that a lot of the methods they were going about <clears throat> trying to, especially with like youth, trying to like make them think a certain way or do a certain thing, or it, it, it definitely seemed seems wrong yeah like and i can't quite it wasn't all wrong you know what i mean right it's like all right we can't throw the entire thing out and right. just say wow they jacked it all up it's like okay now what can we learn from this what were the good things and the bad things that came from it and can we alter it in the future somehow and yeah. then not be so ignorant as to say well i'm glad we perfected it and really like what the movie pointed out was is that his boyfriend's interaction with the church was disastrous, but that was, that was a lot because like his, his, uh, his father was a pastor, right? Who's the, his boyfriend that, that died. Yes. So he was like the head of that church, right? Yes. Yes. And so, so he's the one who like, kind of like basically cast him out because yes. he would. Yes. So you like this, you see this damage of like intolerance, you know, with people. Well, like yeah, the, the damage of of excommunication of that style of, of just like. Not ostracism. just from the church, but from the family as well. Exactly. It's like, like you just can't like that's you're cutting people off from a lifeline. Right. And it's it's just something that. Jesus never did. <laughs> exactly that's the thing 
that that's the thing it's it's like how like when did it like uh, correct me if i'm wrong but at no point in the gospels that we have did like i mean jesus did tell people to like turn away and to to you know he did challenge people but he never turned them away well I mean, would you would you count like as we can get is like he said to the apostles, if you're not welcome in a city, like brush the dust off your feet and get out. But it wasn't because they showed up to him and were like, hey, I have this lifestyle or I did this. He wasn't like, oh, you're a loser. Get out. I was kind of thinking of the rich man. Like he told him to sell all his possessions and he walked away sad. Yeah. Like like he gave him a chance, though. Right. But but nobody's saying that like people don't have chances. They're just and, saying like if they make the wrong choice, right? Like you can't. And he, I mean, it's probably important that he walked away. The rich man walked away. Right. It was his choice. It was his choice to walk away. You know, I mean. Well, I think that's where we get in trouble as Christians, if I'm being honest. It's like we really should just say this is what we believe. Like, this is the set of rules God has for us. Like, it's not about my opinion. It's not about me hating you. Like, I love you. But like, if you want to be part of the Christian religion, I can't throw out what the religion says. Like, so like, the you have to wrestle with that as a person. I don't have to wrestle with the it pro- the, for, the, the, for the Bible. The problem is, in that statement, this is what the religion says we don't even agree on that that's why there's so many denominations yeah yeah but things like and i'm gonna just go to the homosexuality thing because it seems it to me it seems biblically it's pretty clear it is it is not you you really don't think so i've no it's not read uh people to be loved by preston sprinkle that's a good one just about the whole like the 1960s like basically that preston still has the has the viewpoint that it's biblically wrong though that it's sin or at least he did like he was wrestling with that i the last time i heard him say what is am i wrong i think uh i i don't i was going to say yes i don't know for certain right now to be able to say yes but no like the whole like the word homosexual did not exist like like it does today so like it's okay. not that that that's what i'm saying it's like it's it when so people when people what, like what do you mean it didn't exist of, like pederasty and whether it was your position of power in your society as a male meant you could have sex with anyone and it boys, was a power bo- struggle boy so slaves boys yeah boy right. slaves it was a pederasty thing the it was homosexuality that word was used in 1967 for the first time so okay so the way that the way that they translated in the, translation. the original scripture they translated it as homosexual but that's not actually that's not what... because that word does not have a direct translation okay in in the culture like like that's interesting like like same-sex monogamous relationships did not have a parallel back then so like what is happening today there was no word for that back then does that make sense what i'm saying that con the concepts are are, to some level but they were still like men sleeping with men 
Right, yes. but that was not... That must have been called something. It, it was so... That was so common, especially in war, like Greeks and... Uh, it was common. Um, I, I need to... The word. Yeah, yeah, but like the 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 argument is that the words used uh by paul like the um the slam dunk air quote versus that it was more referring to boy slaves and like the rape of boys Mm -hmm. or or temple prostitution and that sort of thing it was never never a consensual respectful relationship right right. so like vegas that would be a no-no. That would be a no-no. <laughs> Do you know anyone who's gone to Vegas recently, Andrew? Uh, no, not really. Okay. Just check it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw, I saw very little of that, by the way. Because you didn't look in the right places. I was on Fremont Street. You know, like, the actually, the problem was... Is you, that, that was um, old school, wasn't it? Yeah, old Fremont's school. awesome. Like, that's the place to go. But um, it was cold. And that actually is probably the reason I didn't see much of it. It was between like 40 and 50 while I was out there. No, that's Vegas cold. You're from New York. That's like. Oh, it's not New York cold. Like jacket. Yeah, that should be. But out there, those pussies are freezing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen, I came came home and it was negative 13. At gmail.com. Uh, <laughs> patreon.com slash church and other drugs and storefrontier.com slash church and other drugs uh, next week I'm having uh, Josh Patterson and Dan Koch on at the same time so be sure to check That's that one out two minute once I know I can't wait Jeez. <laughs> the whites of your eyes burn from across the room I'm not here to be the savior you long for, only the one you don't. Are you watching me with eyes already turned? You move towards the door. Show me those pretty white doors. Show me where the delicate stops Show me what you've lost And why you're always taking it slow Show me what wounds you got Show me love Show me those pretty white toys Show me where the delicate stops Show me what you've lost And why you're always taking it slow Show me what wounds you
Show me 